0: Where your attention goes, so goes your prana. This is a line of wisdom from my teacher, Chase Bossart, that I think of almost daily, and its meaning continues to have greater depth and influence in my thinking. You can affect your whole life by being purposeful about where or on what you are placing your attention. Today, I'm going to talk about a third type of meditation object meditation welcome to ready get centered go i'm jess goulding before i began studying to become a yoga therapist my meditation practice was almost non-existent i knew how to do it sure but i wasn't connected to any particular kind the zealous practice i had in my 20s when i started yoga had dwindled to an idea that i would get back to it one day (laughs) There wasn't anything drawing me to my meditation seat because I didn't have a structure I liked to work with. I didn't have a teacher or mentor that was showing me the way. The first day in Chase's class, he always tells the group, get a mentor. And he repeats it quite often. Knowing it was a weak place in my experience, I asked him to recommend a mentor for me for meditation. He set me up with Becky Dino, an amazing teacher based in Louisiana, She created for me a meditation I've been doing for over two years. This meditation uses the image of light and has the intention of clearing my perception of any coloring so I may have clear discernment and see what is real. I'll tell you, after two years of clearing my lens, my ability to see myself in action and the patterns in my life more and more clearly has enabled me to know what I should do and how best to respond to almost any situation. My life is fairly drama-free and I'm much more open to trust what universe brings rather than fight a battle that isn't mine to fight. I am certainly not saying I'm enlightened or healed of the human condition. Far from it. But now I know just how unenlightened I am. And that's a good dose of humble pie for any human ego. keeps me more open and honest. Meditating on an object comes from the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali an ancient text on the theory and practice of yoga. Patanjali lists many things on which to concentrate that will have different results. In Sutra 1.39, he even says, you can meditate on anything that is elevating to you. In my practices with my teachers and practices that I offer to my students, we use different objects to move us towards an emotional or mental goal we have or to clear the way to an answer to a question. For example, if you're seeking direction, you might concentrate on the image of a star. If you're trying to get let go of some attachment or grief, you might meditate on a flowing river. Want to feel steady? Try concentrating on the image of a mountain. Patanjali makes it clear you can choose your own object, but often consulting a teacher or guide will get you the meditation you need much quicker as our own perceptions about ourselves and what is blocking us is usually cloudy and flawed. I know it to be true for myself. The idea here is that you're linking your mind to the qualities of an object, and in so doing, bring the qualities of that object into your own experience. Before we do a brief meditation together, let's think about the consequences of that statement. You've heard me ask before in previous podcast episodes, where are you linking your mind? This means, what are you watching? What are you listening to? What atmosphere are you surrounded by? We can't help but be affected by the things that come in through our senses and grasp our attention. Do you think it's any wonder we are an anxious and distracted population? Think through your day. How much stillness is there? How much quiet? On the programs you watch, how much violence is there? How much yelling is there on your social media what are the predominant images these are the things attracting your attention so they will affect your prana your life force meditation can be a terrific antidote to agitation as well as help you see the things in your life you are better off without then without even trying you'll start to make little changes in your life that are helpful and revelatory you might find yourself putting on classical music instead of the news because you notice in like the way you feel when you hear Chopin better than CNN. You might naturally spend more time gazing in nature than on your phone when you've been spending time in meditation. So take a moment now. Pause your activity and let's turn inward toward the breath. Take a nice deep cleansing breath and call yourself to the present moment. If you're sitting in a chair, place both feet on the floor. If you're standing, take notice of your feet on the earth. Wherever you are, wiggle your toes and draw your attention down into your body. Now, begin to balance your breath so that you're breathing in and out. Take about the same length of time. Notice, without judgment, how active your mind is right now, flitting from thought to thought. Bring your attention lovingly back to the breath. Now call to your mind the image of a tree be a tree you remember or a picture you've seen or something you create of your own visualization of a tree as you look at this tree notice that the earth has been moved to the side and you can see the roots of the tree or imagine you can see through the earth to the roots of the tree Now with every inhale, focus, concentrate, and see the tree and the tree's roots. And as you exhale, watch the roots grow deeper into the earth. So again and again, inhale, see the tree and roots. Exhaling, watch the roots grow deeper into the earth. Do this for as long as you like and notice how it makes you feel. Notice in your body how it feels when you watch the tree roots grow deeper into the earth. Notice the quality of your mind as you continuously draw your mind back to the tree and its deep rooted growth. And then to come out, begin to wiggle your toes, feeling the roots of your body and return to the present moment. Back in the present moment, notice how you feel. Now, there could be any number of responses or reactions to this meditation. And all that depends on kind of your own personal backstory with trees, which is how a yoga therapist or a teacher or a guide would help you is to know what kind of tree would be best and if this is the best for you. But I would say, in general, this kind of meditation, on this kind of object, would lead a system to become more grounded. If you are looking at the qualities of a tree's roots growing deeper, perhaps you'll have that same sense of drawing downwards, a sense of anchoring. So next time you're feeling anxious or scattered, kind of spacey, try this tree root meditation and see how you feel. This is object meditation. It's our third kind of meditation for this short podcast series. If you haven't experienced the others I've highlighted, I encourage you to go back and listen to episodes 86, 87, and 88. You will likely find one of them more interesting or accessible than the others. If you've enjoyed this podcast series, you might also like to know I have three other series grouped together for you on my website. I call them Podcast Topic Bundles, and they include a series on the chakras, the locks and keys, and the kleshas. Each bundle includes a beautiful downloadable PDF for your journal, your mirror, wherever you keep and post your most important life lessons. This way you don't have to hunt or scroll through episodes or podcasts to get to the juice of the yoga teachings. They're all right there for you. My greatest intention is to distill the vast world of yoga down to what is usable and pertinent today and to bring it to you in a way that is applicable and digestible. If you ever have any comments or questions you'd like to share, please don't hesitate to reach out to me through my website or email me at jess at jessgoulding.com. If you're enjoying listening to this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. And be sure to follow me on Facebook and Instagram at JessGYoga and say hi while you're there. So until then, be well and much love. This is Jess Goulding, keeping you centered.